Microphone check, one, two, one, two. Microphone check, one, two, one, two. Yes, I am back with another episode of Healthy Relationships Podcast. I go by the name James Green, and I am back from a long break of putting out this amazing podcast. Um, to all the listeners out there that have been rocking with me since this podcast has started, um, I know people have been hitting me up saying, yo, where's the podcast, man? Where's the podcast? It's been gone for a while. Um, I think it's been gone for about at least six or seven months. And man, I just needed a break. I just I, I, I just needed some time to get my life together, get my mental right. Um, like the last few episodes that I was doing, um, I just was not in a great mental space, physical space, um, emotional space. So I just needed some time to just, you know, like just disconnect from just a lot of things in my life. And um, this podcast is one of them. So I, you know, I definitely apologize for the long delay. Um, you know, hopefully I can make it up to you guys that I can, you know, continue to put this episode, this podcast out each and every week. I'm gonna try to be consistent as possible. Um, you know, just, just bear with me. Um, you know, ever since I started this podcast, I've always had a co-host and whenever my co-host no longer was with me, um, it was, it was kind of hard. It was, it was definitely difficult to do episodes by myself. Um, like I said, a lot of times I just wasn't in the right mental space to do them. Like I said, a lot of the episodes that I would do on my own, it just kind of just felt like, man, it was like a chore. I didn't really enjoy it. Um, and so I, I didn't feel like I, I should be putting out episodes if I really felt this way. So I just really needed some time to myself, um, get my mind space right. Um, you know, and I can go deep, deep, deeper into like a lot of the things I've been dealing with, you know, and, you know, future episodes, you know, cause I, I'm, I really want to dive into like a lot of um newer topics um going forward so but man for the listeners like i said that's been consistently rocking with me that's been listening even all the new listeners that just you know are just now coming into this space um i definitely appreciate the support you know listening to this podcast um and definitely go back and and check out all the episodes man like i like um i think the past five months i I think there's only been like a few episodes up but all the episodes from day one are back up right now so you can go check them out go binge go listen to every single episode that i put out um, so yeah, man, I, I, I'm, I really want to come in here and c- continue to provide like great content about relationships, um, mental health and like everything around just relationships in general. So, um, but yeah, man, I, I'm a certified relationship coach. So definitely if you're interested in doing sessions with me, I've been still doing those for the most part. Um, but just hit me up in, you know, follow me on Instagram, JG underscore the good life. Follow me on Twitter, JG underscore the good life. Hit me up on Facebook um, and yeah, reach out to me, man. You know, so so what I'm going to do is I'm going to get into this episode um, today. Um, and another reason why I kind of started, I, I, I started this podcast back is because a lot of times, you know, in the last five or six months, I just really haven't been inspired. Um, I just really haven't been motivated and inspired to really put out content. But recently, man, I think I got some of my juices flowing again. Like I've, I've been like reading a lot of books. I've been watching a lot of like YouTube videos. I've been having conversations with people. Um, I've been really like reading like articles just on like different type of like relationship stuff. And like, I just have all this like, you know, motivation and all this inspiration that I want to bring back to this podcast. So what I'm going to do is like this week, especially I'm going to, so since I've been gone for so long, I'm going to put out two episodes of this podcast. So, um, again, definitely appreciate the support and let's get into this, this week's episode. So, like I said, I've been, I was inspired recently. So this week on the podcast, um, I want to talk about love. I want to talk about love. And what inspired this episode is a couple things. 
Um, I w- I had a conversation about maybe a year ago with a with this girl, and we were talking about you know all kinds of things, and you know, and she was a lot older than me as well, so she had a lot more experience in life, and we were having conversations about love and like our perspective on it, like have we been in love, and you know, I remember her saying that her idea of love is she loves everybody the same way, like she like she loves her daughter, she has a kid. She loves her daughter the same way. She loves her significant other the exact same way. She loves everybody on earth the exact same way. And when I heard that, I thought to myself, like, because I personally don't view love in that way. I truly believe that there's there's levels to love. Like I'm somebody where I say there's a difference between loving somebody and there's a difference between being in love with somebody. I've, I've always thought that for like the longest and as we were having this conversation, she she didn't technically believe in that. She believed that there's no levels. She loves everybody equally. And after that conversation, it made me kind of like think about it a, a little bit more. And then I did like a little bit of research. Um, and I came up and I found um, the seven types of di- like of lo- or eight types of different love. And when I went down the list of each love and I broke down what each of them mean and represent, it made so much sense to me because I think a lot of times we view love in like this singular thing or certain things in our relationships, whether like certain actions that they do or just certain feelings that we have. It's like, oh, man, I really, really love this person. And a lot of times I used to think like, nah, that's not really what love is. Like love shouldn't be toxic. Like love shouldn't be um, this, this or this. Like, you know, or if I don't talk to this person every day, do I love them? Or if I'm not like uh, like super, super expressive to this person. Do I really love them? And, you know, viewing the eight types of love. Now my, my mind on it, 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 it's, it's even more clear about, you know, people in my life, whether that's friends, family, past romantic partners, or even people that I'm currently, you know, talking to, um, or recently talking to, it made things a lot more clear about where they stand when it comes to love in my life. And, you know, what, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go down the list and break down each type of love um, to where, you know, it makes sense. And, and and when you hear these things, these these the, the list, I want you to actually think in, to about your life, whether, like I said, it's your friends, whether it's your family members, whether that's your current relationship romantically. I mean, it could even be like coworkers. I mean, it could even be like, you know, just in life in general, like, yo, just really listen to these things as I'm breaking them down and think to myself, does this apply to me and to this person or the, or the people in my life? Um, you know, when I, when I, when I broke the list down and actually went layer by layer, especially in my past relationships, because when I, when I, when I really broke this down, I thought to myself, like, okay, did I really love this person? Cause I really would question like, like, Cause sometimes you think you're in love, but you're not. I used to always think that like, was I in love or was it, was it just infatuation or was it just this, this, or this, or, or was it just like me lacking self-love or was it just like uh, me just wanting to be with somebody cause I didn't want to be alone. Or I would also like question, did people love me? Like these people that I was in a relationship, like, did they love me? Um, did like friends did they really like love me or have love for me or even family members like do family members really love me and that answer it yeah but it but it's like again there's levels to it there's different types of love so i it really made sense to me because 
when I broke it all down, I would think to myself, like, well, just because maybe we didn't have all these aspects of love, maybe we had just this this one type of love. And that was love. And so and again, this will make more sense when I break break the list down. But like it just really like made things a lot, like I said, a lot clearer about where people really stood with me. And so going forward, I can assess like, okay, this is what I'm this is the type of love that I'm really, really looking for. And this is the type of love that I don't want. So so let's let's break it down right now. Let let me go through the list right now. Let me break the list right down. Uh, Give me one second. Break the list down. Okay, so we're going to start off, we're going to go one by one, and I'm, and I'm going to try to, like I said, I'm going to really break down the, the, the eight types of different love. So, number one, and, and and this actually derives from, like, the Greek language. Um, so, in some of these, I feel like a lot of people might, you probably have heard before, and a lot of these are, are, were definitely new to me. So, um, and and, uh, and uh, hopefully I'm, I don't butcher these, na- these names. Um, so, the first one is uh, Philea. And that's affectionate type of love. And that love runs deep in true friendships, meaning like exchanging your beliefs and imperfections with close friends. Philea love is is without the romantic attraction and it occurs between friends or family members. It also occurs uh, when both people share the same values and respect each other. It's like a brotherly type of love and how to show of Ophelia, Ophelia, um, engage in deep conversations with friends or family. Be open and trustworthy. Give supportive in hard times. So, yeah, that's the type of love where it's like that that intimacy with with a friend. Like you have that closeness with somebody, um, whether that's a mentally, emotionally type of like connection. Number two. Pragma is number two. Enduring love. Pragma is a unique bonded love that matures over many years. It's a everlasting love between a couple that chooses to put effort or equal effort into their relationship, commitment and dedication are required to reach pragma. Instead of falling in love, you are standing in love with a partner you want by your side indefinitely. Um, how to show pragma is continue to strengthen the bond long term relationship. Seek to show effort with your partner. Choose to work with your partner forever. Now, pragma is something that because um, I, I truly believe that I've experienced all of these loves except for pragma. I don't think I've ever been in a in a situation in a relationship where I felt like both people were on the same page of making this relationship work, making it healthy. I feel like it's kind of always been one side or the other, whether that's just me putting in the effort or maybe another person putting in the effort. So Pragma is just building that foundation that's going to continue to make this relationship last, like putting in actual the actual like work that goes into a relationship. Um, so that's the type of love. Um, number three is store storage love. And this love is pretty much with like family members or like really, really like close friends that feel like family, like childhood friends. So storage is like a natural occurring rooted, uh, in parents and children, as well as best friends. It is indefinite love built upon acceptance and deep emotional connection. This love comes easily in and in, in, in immediately in a parent and a child relationships. Um, how to show storage love, sacrifice your time, self or personal pleasures, quickly forgive harmful acts, share memorable and impactful moments. So, yeah, this is the love where you you have like with a, a child or like 
uh, a parent or like like I said, like a childhood friend. So this is kind of like, I guess you could say some would argue unconditional type of love um, you have for like family members. Um, now, those are not always healthy, but like, like, for example, like I know, like I definitely um, have love for like my family members um, in that type of in this type of way. But like, I wouldn't say like all of that is like in a healthy sense of like where we're I feel like we're close in a way. Um, I mean, and that's something that I've definitely tried to like definitely work on um in a lot of ways but some some things sometimes like those family relationships like this like it's it's okay to just have like this type of love for certain family members like if it, if it doesn't go beyond this like you know I, I i've learned that like that's cool that's fine like it doesn't need to be like other aspects of it you know if it, if it doesn't make sense in that way so um number four is eros now i think i think this is one that a lot of people might be familiar with and this is like the romantic love so this is like the physical infatuation or physical pleasures from somebody uh, whether that's sex or just like um, hugging, kissing, affection. Um, and I'll read the definition. Eros is a primal love that comes as a natural instinct for most people. It's a passionate love uh, displayed through physical affection. These romantic behaviors include but not are limited to kissing, hugging and holding hands. This love is a desire for another person's physical body. So in a lot of ways, um, there have been times where. And I'm sure a lot of people can relate to this. And this is this is one of the things that, again, that kind of like blew my mind. So sometimes like when you're in a, a relationship where it's just like sexual or it's like just the physical aspect, a lot of times you might think in your mind, like, wow, do I really love this person? Because there have been times like I've, I've just had sex with women and like I think to myself, like, damn, like, do I love this person? Like, am I in love with this person? And a lot of that is like the physical connection or traction attachment that we have to somebody and so so yeah i mean if 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 you if that thought ever comes to your mind yes you you could be you could really love somebody but just understand that it's only based on the physical aspect which means just because you feel that way doesn't necessarily mean that they will be a suitable healthy partnership and that was something that i definitely had to learn just because i have a great physical connection with somebody does not mean that we are meant to be together so again like it, it definitely helps you like compartmentalize like okay this is what this person is to me and just because this person is, is to me in this way doesn't mean we need to go here or the expectation needs to go here so i think that's really like important to like distinguish between like okay like man this, this person is, is is attractive and they're beautiful and the sex is great but yeah we don't need to be in a relationship so you know um number five is ludus and ludus is like a playful love uh which is like flirting and beginning in stages of intimate love which is like the the quote-unquote honeymoon stage type of thing so that honeymoon stage that we that we all go through when we first begin dating somebody or a new relationship this is what this is and and i'll read the definition ludus is a childlike and flirtatious love commonly found in the beginning stages of relationships this type of love consists of teasing, playful motives, laughter between two people. Although common in young couples, older couples who strive for this love find a more rewarding relationship. How to show Ludus. Flirt and engage in whimsical conversations. Spend time together to laugh and have fun. Um, so yeah, like that's like the like when you first meet somebody, even like first date, like or first few dates, when you go into that talking stage with somebody and you're really feeling this person, you could be having sex um 
it's just, like I said, it's that playful, like, um, like, yo, we're, like, we just really, like, it's, it's like, like I said, it's that honeymoon stage. And like I said, everybody goes through it. Um, and so that's what that is. So, uh, so a lot of times, like I would be with somebody and again, we equate these things to like, man, like if I'm feeling this way about this person, then, then this might be the person for me, which might be the case. But a lot of times when you go through that Luda stage, that Luda stage, no matter what, is going to eventually wear off. Meaning when the honeymoon stage ends and you start to get comfortable, to me, that's really when you are able to assess like, okay, is this person really meant to be for me? And I went through that several times. Like I remember I was dating this girl and we were dating for like maybe four, 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 maybe four months. And I was really feeling her. Like I was really, really feeling her. Like the sex was great. We were having fun. Like it was just, it was that honeymoon stage. And I thought I was really rocking with her. And, and I told her like, I, I really wanted to be with her. And, 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 and back in that day, like I was like in my early twenties, like, and that those were the days where I would really rush into relationships or like I was so like infatuated with this person. Like I thought, OK, I really like this person, this person let's, let's be in a relationship. But now I think about it like that's not always the case. Like so I remember like I was like, yeah, I want to be with you. And like we were together. And once like that comfortability started to come in and we weren't like like we got like I wanted to be with her, but we didn't commit right away. So. Like, so when the comfortability started to, to come into play, I just remember like thinking to myself, like, man, like, do I really like this person? Like, do I like, is this someone that I can really see like a long-term pragmatic future with? And she wasn't. And a lot of times that's the case. Like, so now I'm at a point where it's like, if I'm, if I'm dating somebody in that dating process and I'm really, really rocking with them, I'm really feeling them. Like, like we're having fun. Like we, like I find them attractive there's a part of me that's like this is this high is gonna come down like this high is gonna like eventually wear off so when that happens do we have the qualities meaning like are we compatible in a way to where that pragmatic stage is going to come into effect or not even just that like just the affectionate type of love like the phileo type of love like do we have like that like closeness emotionally mentally can we have like these intimate long conversations because a lot of times like you know we like a lot of people can't even do that with people that they're with or dating so um i feel like though to me those four pragmatic philea um eros and ludus those are the type of loves that i feel like in my mind that i feel like can make up a healthy relationship that i want those are the four for me that i feel like I really truly want in a relationship and the ludus is a little tricky because the ludus is it, again like that flame is eventually going to come down like that's inevitable like you're going to be in the honeymoon stage with somebody and it's like it's a chemical in our brain where it's like it's like it's like it's like a high like we're on this high and eventually that high is going to wear off um, and that's not always a bad thing because that's natural but we can always like try to reignite that flame. We can always, you know, have moments where that that high can come into our relationship. So even though that that high is not going to last, there are times in a, in a relationship where you can continue to ignite it, whether that's going out, doing things, you know, um, traveling or going out, experiencing new things together. Like, I feel like that's something that like 
you can definitely have in your relationship. So, um, but, but understand that like, just because like that wears off doesn't mean you don't have love for someone or you love this person because you can always, you know, get that back. Um, so keep that in mind. Um, next type of love. Number six is mania and that's obsessive love, obsessive love, uh, or madness over a love partner. Um, how to avoid this love, focus on yourself more versus another person. So I'm gonna break down, I'm gonna really, really break down mania. Cause I feel like this is a, a really important one. So mania is an obsessive love towards a partner. It leads to unwanted jealousy or possessiveness known as codependency. Most cases of obsessive love are found in couples with an abundance of love towards each other. An imbalance of Eros and Ludus is the main cause of mania. With healthy levels of playful and romantic love and harm of, of or I'm sorry, the harm of obsessive love can be avoided. How to avoid mania. Recognize obsessive or uh, possessive behavior before acting upon it. Focus on yourself more versus another person. Put trust in your relationship, ma'am. So me personally, I really feel like this is like a really typical and... And I've experienced this multiple, I think I've experienced this in all of my relationships. And I think a lot of people really, really, truly experience this. And this is the type of love where you could consider this to be like toxic type of love. And I used to be be like, man, like that's not love. Like when you are obsessive over somebody, you're like yelling or you're arguing all the time. Like, like to me, I didn't view love in that way. But when you really break it down, it it, it could be a component to it. So I've experienced this in probably all of my relationships. And I think there's two sides of, of mania. One side of mania is like, again, like this obsessive of like being clingy or like always wanting to be around this person or like being codependent and like, like, like your relationship with this person is everything that you care about in your life. And I've, and I've definitely been that person multiple times. Um, I've definitely dated somebody that was definitely like that. Um, and so it was to a point where it was like, wow, like I really did love this person, but it was like overly loving this person. And a lot of that can, can root in abandonment issues, you know, um, lack of self love. Um, and so it was, it was really, it was like really reflecting on it. It was, it was really unhealthy. And I, and I, and at the, and at the time when I was in it, I was so obsessed and you, you can't really see clearly and to me, that was normal. Um, but on the other side of that as well, um, a mania is like this toxic of like going through heartbreak and like really like being hurt and bitter over somebody and really acting on that. A perfect example of that could be, I don't know, you break up with somebody and you, but you want them back and you popping up at their house or you leaving things on their door, you're calling them 20, 20 straight times, like I, I, I'm sure a lot of people have dealt with that. Like I've had friends hit me and be like, yo, this dude ain't this, or this girl ain't this, like, let's pull up on them. And like, I've been that person. Like I pulled up on people before. Um, I've like sent like 20 different texts, long paragraphs. Like I've, I've, I've really been obsessed. Like I remember, uh, it was a situation with my ex and we had broken up. Um, and I, and it was to a point where like, I noticed that she didn't want me anymore. And I was, I was losing it. I was really, really losing it, man. And I remember I just went to her house and I like popped up and she looked at me and she was like, yo, like, what are you doing? Like, 
and that's that mania it's like that like and and this is and one of the reasons why i feel like this is one of the the things that i definitely want to avoid is because and i feel like a lot of people should try to avoid this just because like in a lot of these situations like it can also become like very dangerous like i mean you i'm sure we've heard countless stories of like you being with somebody and like you know they don't want to be with you anymore and or like they you know or start being harmful towards you or even harmful to themselves um so this is something that like i definitely i put like a, a like a like one of those like highlighters and i'm like yo this is something that i want to avoid but also this is something that i want to avoid me becoming because i've been this way like i've been obsessive i've been like yo clingy or like you know so this is something i'm like yo i don't want this when i meet someone but also like i don't want to be this person either like i don't want to become this because when i reflect on it i'm like wow like i don't i did not enjoy the person i was when i when i was this so you know you know if you if you if you're in a relationship man and you think like yo because this person is like we're we're constantly arguing or like you know we were yelling or cussing or throwing things around the house or this person like is consistently trying to like hit me up or doing these these uh out of character things understand that that type of love even though it, it it can be love but it can be like a very unhealthy type of love and just because like you, this person loves you in that way or you love the person in that way does not mean it's a healthy relationship so man that's definitely something like i have learned to avoid but also like in myself like okay i can't be that no more like i can't be this kind of person and i think the one of the ways i got better at it is really being confident but also like having more self-love within myself because I, I think i used to be very codependent so just having that self-love within myself to like like nah like you're, you're like you don't have to stay here you know you can be alone there's nothing wrong with being alone um you don't have to rely on somebody to to feel love um you know and also it goes again it goes in that and that can rule from childhood like a lot of this is this trauma this unhealthy cycles and I've talked about it in previous podcasts, but a lot of it is rooted in, in, in our childhood traumas. And a lot of mine came from just that abandonment, abandonment issues that I, I, I grew from childhood. And, you know, I'm, I'm so thankful now that I'm older um, and I have all this information and experience that I'm able to look back and like, yo, that wasn't good. So going forward, you know, I'm like, OK, this is something that I want to avoid. And this is something that, like, I just completely want to, like, not be. And I'm not going to lie, like a lot of those like mania moments, like, I feel like I can look back and be like, I'm glad I went through that because now I know what I don't want. And some of those moments, I'm not going to lie, and, I, and this might be toxic, but some of those moments were kind of fun, like, you know, and fun, not, not in a good way. Like, you know, you can have fun and be in, in, you know, be reckless or dangerous, but, you know, I'm glad I definitely experienced that. And, and, and now I can reflect and be like, man, like I'm better, better person today. So um, number seven, uh, hopefully I can pronounce this correctly, but it's, a, it's pronounced affiliate. I believe that's how you pronounce it. And that is self-love. That love type of love is having a healthy self uh, compassion towards oneself. Um. Self-love begins with acknowledging your responsibility or your well-being. It's challenging 
uh, to exemplify the outbound types of love because you can't offer what you don't have. So I think this is really important because I do truly believe like, I mean, people say this all the time, like you can't really love someone until you love yourself, which I mean, I feel like that, that that's true, but it's not, especially if you believe in the other types of different love. But I also think like, if you want a healthy relationship and you want to like really, really have like the healthier, healthier types of other loves, you have to really try to work on having love for yourself. Meaning like, you know, again, goes back to like just self-esteem, um, challenging yourself to like overcome things, uh, being accountable. Um, and I, and I think a lot of that for me was like, what helped me with that was therapy. Therapy really like helped me build that confidence of like, okay, I have to love who I am as a person, but also not just like on the inside, but on the outside. Cause a lot of people lack like that self love physically. Um, you know, and that, and that's easier said than done. Like, you know, I think that's something that you have to like, that's a process to really come out of. Like, because again, a lot of this is trauma based. Like it's, it's childhood. It's, it's all these things like society, like, you know, of, of like how like beauty is labeled of how we're supposed to look and do things like, so a lot of this is hard. Like, you know, so, so again, like going back to like the self love, you have to love yourself before you can really love somebody easier said than done. But if you truly work on this and you truly try to build that, I feel like your relationships, whether that's friends family, romantic, they will all be healthier. And also it will allow you to be like, you know what? Nah, this is I like, 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 like when you, like when you meet people and you see, it'll make, it'll help you recognize red flags quickly. And for me, I'm somebody where like, when I meet people have conversations, I get to know them. I'm like, Oh no, I'm cool. Cause I have that self love. I know my worth. Like I know that I deserve better than that. Um, so I mean, like I said, you know, it's definitely something to like easier said than done. But I mean, if you truly like try to water that seed within yourself, then man, like the sky's the limit. Like, you know, you can have so many more healthy dynamic relationships. So um, definitely one of the, the most important loves for me, for you to have like these, uh, for the other types of love to be, to be, you know, healthy. So and number eight, which I think a lot of people have heard, heard this type of love is agape love, which is selfless love. Agape love is like the highest level of love to offer. It's given without any expectation or receiving anything in return. Offering agape is a decision to spread love in any circumstances, including um, any like any type of situations. Agape is not a physical act. It's a feeling, but it's an act of self-love or it can be an act of self-love. How to show agape, dedicate your life to improving the lives of others. Stay conscious of your actions for good of hum, uh, human or humankind. I'm sorry. Um, offer your time and charity to someone in need. So, yeah, like the like this is obviously like agape type of love, like a God type of love, like people have heard before. And if to me, I think like agape love is like the minimal type of love that I can probably have for somebody um you know and, I, and again it goes back to like me saying like there's a, a difference between loving this person being in love with this person and loving this person and liking this motherfucker like 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 i can like love a stranger i can like i can like have love for you as a person like i can i don't want any harm to come your way um you know 
that don't mean like I gotta like you, you know. And that was something like that, like I had to really like think about when it came to like, like like coworker. Like you can like view this as like a coworker thing or like an acquaintance type thing. Like, you know, I don't I don't like you. I don't really fuck with you. But like I have like this like this this minimal level of love to where, and some people don't have this, but I have this minimal type of love where I don't want to see any harm come to you. I don't wish bad on you or anything like that. Like. You know, so again, goes back to knowing where people stand. And again, like this, this helped me in so many, so many type, types of way. Like, cause, cause I can coexist with people in a way and, but not fuck with them. Like, as long as like, you're not really bringing me harm, then like, I like to me, I can like rock with anybody to a certain extent. Um, and again, like that's situational, of course. Um, but you know, hopefully you understand what I'm saying. Um, but yeah, so these are the, the eight different types of love. Again, I have experienced all of these loves except the pragmatic love. And I think that is one thing that like, I feel like subconsciously the last, probably the last year and a half that I've really been chasing. Um, I've really been craving it because I've, ne- that's, that's the only one I've, that I've really experienced. And I feel like that's really the one that I feel like I truly, truly want. I mean, I want the other ones, like I said before, like in my relationship, um, romantically whenever I, I get into one, cause I'm still single, but whenever I get into one, I feel like the core of that relationship, I want it to be pragmatic. And then obviously like the arrows type of love, the Ludus type of love in certain aspects. Um, and the Aphila type of love, um, is, is definitely what I want in those sprinkled in, but at the core root of what I want. And I, and I would, you know, uh, encourage everybody to want, is being with somebody, not even just in romantic, because I think this also can go into like, you know, family and friends, of course, but that pragmatic love where like we're both equally putting in the same type of effort of making this great and healthy. Um, whether Again, whether that's friends, family, um, and, you know, romantic. So that's something that, I, that I, I've been striving for. Um, and, and I kind of, I've been kind of really leading leading with that when I meet people. Like I'm really, I've really been intentional of like, okay, I want to be compatible with somebody. Like I want us to have the same similar communication styles. I want us to have like similar type of like goals that we want in life. And I've been really leading with that, um, especially like in meeting people and dating, um, which I think, and I think in a way, I don't want to say it's kind of hurt me because I do think like that, like Ludus type of love is required to really um initially attract somebody um i think you need that in like in a like a, a dating early 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 dating stage you need that like spark um and so i think i've been trying to like figure out a balance of that but also pragmatic because i think a lot of times when i meet people I'm, i i lead like okay what kind of person are you like what is your mindset on this this and this like i, I kind of lead with that a little bit so i i have to find a balance of like leading with that but also you know, you know, being flirtatious and like, like wanting to like laugh and have fun. Like, I think that's kind of like, again, I don't want to say it's hurt me in dating, but like, I've noticed that like, it's been one of those things where like, I need to have more of a balance. Um, so again, very, very helpful. Um, I hope you, everybody listening has taken a, took, taken this episode in and like, yo, apply this to your life. Um, and also you can also apply the seven types of love um, and also apply uh, an episode that I did a while ago that you can go back and listen to 
and, and it should be available. Um, it's called the triangle theory of love. So I want you to listen to this episode. Well, if you've made it this far, you you've listened, I guess. Um, but yeah, apply this episode and then go back to the episode that I did about the triangle theory of love. And I want you to listen to that, to that episode and also apply that because that also is a little bit sim- similar to what I'm talking about a little bit. Um, and go listen to that. It's a great episode. It's actually one of my favorite that I've done. That also helped me really establish things with people in my life, um, especially romantically, especially romantically. Uh, and before I go, I want to bring, I want to actually, because uh, I wanted to bring this up earlier, but I didn't. Uh, and I just remember. But also in, like my friendships. This has really helped me identify like, like, again, because I, because I don't like, I'm one of them people where like, I think there's levels to friendship. I think there's best friends. I think there's close friends. I think there's like acquaintances, peers, you know, you can throw coworkers in there. Like, I think there's levels to that. So like, I'm not really somebody to where I'm going to just call anybody my friend because I feel like there's a category that I put people in now. Um, because some people you, you might think they're your friend and really you, they're not like, um, you know, so this has really helped me in a, lot, in a lot of ways, like the affiliate type of love. I want that in my friendships. Like if we don't really have that, then I'm gonna be honest, man. Like, I don't know if I can rock, rock with somebody consistently. Maybe like I can have you as a friend that we might, might go out or go get drunk or whatever, have fun in that way. But like, like I want my, my core friendships to be uh affiliate type level we just have like that closeness of like that emotional mental um connection so you know and when it comes to family members i don't necessarily have to have that affiliate type of love to rock with a family member i feel like that storage love is cool on its own um but obviously it would be nice to have both of those together um you know but again um shout out to everybody listening man i hope everybody enjoyed this episode um Hopefully I didn't sound too rusty. This has been a, a great episode. I feel like I it's been a while since I recorded, so I might be a little rusty. Um, so um, but yeah, definitely go back and, and binge listen to all the episodes, man. Rate review, subscribe to the podcast. Um, if you want to hit me up and continue to inspire me to continue this podcast to keep going, to give me ideas, man, hit me up, man. Like throw out topics my way. Let's have dialogue, let's have conversation. If there's something that you disagree with me about this episode, man, hit me up. Let's talk about it. You know, um, I'm always I'm always open to criticism. I'm always open to critique um, as, as long as it's in a healthy, productive way. I always say that. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah, definitely. Thank you for listening to this episode, man. Um, shout out to all my supporters, the listeners. And like I said, I'm going to try to do another episode and put it out Friday um, about a different topic. So hopefully I do that. If not, I'm, I'm going to try to make that happen. But hopefully if not. Um, I will definitely be, I will drop something next week. Um, so yeah, thank you for listening. And, um, so like I said, rate review, subscribe. If you are interested in doing coaching sessions with me, definitely hit me up on Instagram, Twitter. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at JG underscore the good life. And I hope everybody has a great rest of your day, evening or morning and we're out.